Hey church, it's Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together today. Now, if I am to go on living in the body, this will mean productive work for me. Yet, I don't know which I prefer. I feel torn between the two because I have a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it is more vital for your sake that I remain in the body. And since I am sure of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for the sake of your progress and joy in the faith, so that what you can be proud of may increase because of me and Christ Jesus when I come back to you. Philippians chapter 1, verses 22 through 26. I love my truck. I bought my truck several years ago on eBay, actually. It started its life as a service truck in the fleet owned by the city of Hot Springs, Arkansas. It was used by a supervisor in the sewer department. It was a tough life for a truck. When I bought it, the back bumper was bent in, half the front bumper was gone, the rocker panels were dented, the bed was scratched like someone had stored cats in it. Even though it's got some scars, it's been a great truck for me. It's big, it's comfortable, and it hasn't let me down. I just crossed the 234,000 mile mark last week as I was driving to work, and I will continue driving it until it absolutely quits. I've become emotionally attached to my truck. I like it, and I'll be sad when the time comes for us to part ways. But it's not just me. America has fallen in love with pickup trucks. Even though pickup truck sales declined in 2022, the top three vehicles sold in the United States were all pickup trucks. The Ford F-150 ranked first, followed by the Chevrolet Silverado, and third place came the Dodge Ram. Those were the top three selling vehicles in the United States. Over one and a half million trucks, just those three types of trucks. We're not talking about Toyota or any of those other companies. Just the Ford, Chevy, and Dodge were one and a half million new trucks sold in 2022 alone. And if you watch the commercials for these trucks, you realize that they are actually the key to happiness, really. When you have a truck, you can do man work. When you have a truck, you can drive over anything and any terrain. When you have a truck, you can pull the heaviest loads. You can build things, actually, once you own a truck. The truck, well, it just makes the human experience so much better. But my father-in-law has a different perspective on trucks. We were discussing vehicles one day, and he said, when you buy a brand new truck, the first thing you should do is take a ball-peen hammer and put a dent right in the middle of the hood. That way it's over with, and you can move on and use your truck the way it's supposed to be used. A life of farming and welding taught my father-in-law an important lesson. A truck is a tool. It's nothing more and nothing less. It's not a statement about your manhood. It doesn't have its own personality. It isn't able to make you happy or unlock some kind of adventure life. It's able to haul you and some stuff from point A to point B, and that's about it. And it's going to get dented and dinged along the way. But our culture has forgotten this. We've elevated the truck to a place where we're scared to use it for fear of scratching it or denting it. The truck is useless as a tool because we have placed too much importance on it. In Philippians, Paul is looking at his future, and we see him having kind of a strange struggle. He can't tell if he wants to live or die. It's not that he's suicidal. He's not depressed. He's not in a dark place. He's actually in a good place. And he tells us the reasons why he's having a hard time figuring out which option is better. If he's dead, then he gets to go experience Christ in all his glory and enjoy the good things that God provides without the drag of sin and evil and pain. But if he's alive... 
then he gets to continue to do the good work that God has put in front of him. He gets to keep loving his brothers and sisters in Philippi. He gets to have fruitful labor, quote unquote. And this puts Paul in a quandary. He says, I feel torn between the two. As I pondered on this scripture, I realized that Paul is viewing his life through the correct lens. When Paul looks at himself and his time on earth, he sees a tool. He sees a vehicle that God has used to accomplish some tasks. His life isn't a goal in and of itself. I wish I looked at myself this way. As I do a self-evaluation, I think that I view my life like a lot of people view the pickup truck. I make myself my goal. It's about my happiness, my possessions, and my relationships. I'm working very hard to maintain myself and keep myself comfortable. And I forget that I am simply a tool. My life My days here on earth, just a tool. I'm here to be used by God in his plan to redeem the world. Nothing more and nothing less. If I die, well, that's great because I get to go experience being in the presence of God. And if I continue on, it means I get to do more stuff for the kingdom. It's really just as simple as that. I think I'm the one that makes it complicated. Let's pray. Lord, I confess that I have too high an opinion of myself. I view myself and my own interests as the end goal of life, and it's just not true. I'm a tool, a vehicle to be used in the service of your kingdom. And Lord, I pray that you would use me, truly use me to glorify yourself. I pray that you'd use everything about me, my money, my possessions, my family, my relationships, my time to accomplish your purposes. I pray that I'd be so focused on that that I would think of myself less and less. Take my eyes off of me and onto the course that you've set before me. A couple things for you to think about as we close today. Number one, does Paul's quandary, the issue he's pondering, does it strike you as strange? Why or why not? And then also, how can you adopt the same attitudes as Paul? What would that look like in your life? Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.